This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Hold up. And not just any version of Eric Strickland, the champ. <laughs> dominating, dominating shootout with Strick performance. You're getting your flowers from the text line. Well-deserved. Well done, sir. I don't know, man. I think – I don't know what it is, man. I, I'm i just hoping it looks like this for the Husker program. Let's just say – yeah, because I was – look, everybody on here, all of y'all, uh, John and Bill and Bennett and – and an uh, unnamed texter and and uh, more more that is keeps feeding in. They've seen me, Austin, days where I'm just like uh, <laughs> mush mind. Let me just say that. And and so yeah, man, I've kind of been focused in, and I'm hoping the programs like listen, we're coming around spring. Last spring, the women dominated for the softball team. Had a tremendous. Um, run last year and we hope that they you know come back and rejuvenated and revamped but we the baseball team fell off and so Kyle Perry and the crew we hopefully that they'll be able to get it going because I actually want to go out there and enjoy some good baseball you know down there in person for Hawksfield yeah man all of it I want to enjoy it man and and so um, I'm hoping that this is 2023 I'm hoping is a turnaround in every aspect of the program as a whole. I'm just hoping that they're able to get it done. You should be turning yourself around if you haven't had Mary Ellen's yet. Turn yourself around. Get down to 27th and Pine Lake. Make sure that you say hi to Charles and the crew. Tell them on the block sent you. We appreciate them and the work that they do. We appreciate them sponsoring the show. Uh, they do great work. We can't recommend it highly enough. Go see Charles and the crew. Turn yourself around. Get a late lunch. Get an early supper. Who if, cares? Get if, it. if it's cold outside, go get a nice warm rib dinner and let your body be warmed by the succulentness of the tasty barbecue mm. that they provide wonderful absolutely time to give away some super bowl squares right now and strict while we wait for the answers i'll give you a question from the text line after i ask this question first uh, so tom brady has the most career super bowl mvps he's won five of them four other players have won multiple super bowl mvps so the first four people we are giving away four squares for four names. Once a player is taken, that name is off the board. Who are the and other? And if you've already won a square, do not please please use eth- you know ethical behaviors and take care of things in that manner as far as the squares squares are concerned. We, oh, we've got gear. We DP, got gear. talk to us. What's going what, on? What's going on, DP? Oh my goodness! Not the Cox oh, oh, jersey oh, sign. Oh, oh, oh. Whoa, whoa! Oh, there's there's some goodies in there in the block on the block in the building. Shields. Oh my gosh! Will the shields? We we see. Oh my goodness! On that. Oh, it's it's everywhere. Another one. It's everywhere. Another one. That's two Will Shields. We got to get Will Shields on the on the show one day. Oh, not Valdez Scanling. Oh my goodness! Signed. Yeah, yeah. Y'all better. Oh, you better get in. 
You better get in to win. You need to get in to win. We got Otherwise, two in. Hey, we got two you in. You see it. We have Sparky. You are in. Joe Montana is one of the answers. So, Sparky, please leave your first and last name. Uh, let's see here. Ted, you are in with Eli Manning. Drop us your last Ted, name. Ted, tell the truth. Tell the truth, Ted. You got one already. I think I've seen your name before. What? You okay, got one? So, uh, Ted, be honest. Sparky and Ted are in. We also have a texter 3316 drop us your first and last name first name you and last name ted cuz i think you're on the i think ted, i think ted's in i think ted's already i love that you're playing but ted come on be honest be honest Told okay you. uh sparky you are written down congratulations you got yourself a square and that means a chance to get the fletcher cox jersey the marcus valdez scantling jersey the will shields jerseys and more uh, Mike, please do leave your last name as well. Thank you, Mike. You are in. Okay, Ted Cook. Mike, you're in. Okay, Ted Cook. Thank you, you Ted. We appreciate you, my friend, and for your honesty and integrity. We're looking for one more answer. We've had Peyton Manning guest. That is not correct. It is a quarterback. It is a quarterback. Quarterbacks have won far and away the most Super Bowl MVPs. Uh, so Tom Brady has five. Joe Montana has three Super Bowl MVPs. Eli Manning and Terry Bradshaw both have two. This last player, also a quarterback, also has two Super Bowl MVPs. Make sure you text in now for your chance to win a Super Bowl square. While we wait for that answer, Strick, uh, no, John Cortland, it is not Steve Young. A good guess. It is not Dan Marino. Uh, it is not Joe Namath. It is not Brett Favre. It's not Troy Aikman. Like the guesses, Patrick Mahomes has played in two Super Bowls, won a Super Bowl MVP, but not two. Uh, Brett, it is not Jim Kelly. He didn't win one, so. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it is also not John Elway. Sorry, John and Cortland. <laughs> Ted's Googling answers. I don't know about that. Ted, we Ah, there we go. We got the answer. Augie, you are in. The answer, Bart Starr. Yep, Bart Starr. Augie, I saw you in first. Unnamed texter just came a little bit behind. Just a hair. Just a hair. Photo finish. And you're just behind. So, Augie, drop us your first and last name. As long as you uh, don't have a square, we will get you in with Bart Starr. Uh, Still on the text line, though, Strake, we go to... A question that Tommy texted in before. Yeah. Uh, did did you, Strick, ever have an organization tell you, we're far away from our goals, we don't want to waste your productivity, so they traded you uh, to a better situation where you could shine? Um, so I've only been traded – I've been traded twice. Um, traded with the Dallas Mavericks. I think I briefly shared that story. I was – I had talked to the organization. Uh, but so here's, here's the true background of that, okay? Um – Don Nelson loved me. He signed me. I was his guy. Um, at the time, little Donnie, um, Don, big Don brought in little Donnie from Phoenix <laughs> off of the bench as an assistant there. Little Donnie was kind of doing some backyard boogieing, some uh, you know, behind the scenes type moves with um and, and this is alleged, but this is kind of how it, it got back to me. Um, some some backyard conversations, and he liked Steve because he's the reason why Steve got to Dallas. Okay. That's okay. 
Um, so Don and I have a conversation on exit meetings. And Big Don or Lil Big Don? Don. Big Don. Okay. Big Don. So the conversation is, we love you, Strick. We want you here. We love what you've been able to provide for us. You're a core guy for us. I did a commercial. That we did one of these commercials. Mm. It was me, Steve, uh, me, Steve, Dirk, and um, Finley. And it was with some Bulldogs. And it was really dope commercial. And... Was one of the Bulldogs the one on your left shoulder? It wasn't one of the ones, ah. but it was one of the real ones. Okay. <laughs> and and um, we ended up going, They were they sent me to do interviews, and I go in, and I'm doing these interviews, and the next thing I know, I get a call from my agent. Straight, get out of there. You, you, you know, you're about to get, get traded. So I go get traded. Now, the beautiful thing about the trade is what I appreciate from Mark Cuban he sent me to a good team. Mm. He could have sent me to a bottom feeder, garbage organization. He could have. And I ended up going to New York. So right. I, they had just come off of winning the championship, you know, or not winning, but playing, playing against, in. in the finals mm-hmm. against the Spurs. So it was and still that Knicks, same core team. It was yeah. still that same team. So I would appreciated that. Um, getting traded. Now, here's the thing. I did have a conversation with Jeff Van Gundy when they were going to trade me to Vancouver, he did give me that situation. Hey, listen, we're trying to get a big man. You know, you're, you're the valuable piece in that trade to get Othello Harrington. So we're going to send you to Vancouver. Cool. So I could understand that. I At least he told you, right? At least he told me. I went. And uh, that was probably the most miserable time I had in that Vancouver organization. It was it, the organization was just not good. It was not good. They needed to move. They to move Memphis. it at the middle of the night. <laughs> that did happen in the middle of the night. They and that was where up. he had that long road trip, right? Yeah, that the fourteen. One. Yeah, fourteen days. I think it was like twenty days, but it was like in those we had a, at least one seven or uh, five and seven, and then it, the rest of them were like four. In, in the rest of the trip. It was crazy. But, yeah. So, I did a little bit have that conversation with Jeff Van Gundy. What's Jeff Van Gundy like? I only know him as a broadcaster. <laughs> um, Jeff is like, if you can pick, uh, he's like an angry troll. <laughs> like, he he always has this, just this bitter face look to him, even if he's happy. <laughs> he freaking just looks angry all the time. Uh, good coach, though. Really good at what he did. Um, I think I think the biggest detriment to those Knicks teams was the fact that he he just solely stuck to a seven man rotation and That's would not a tough branch way out. To make it through eighty two. When you yeah, when you're talking about just wearing guys out like Larry Johnson and older Tibbs. guys, veterans, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wearing them out, not you know allowing their bodies to to rest. There was no load management for Jeff Van Gundy led teams. There just wasn't going to happen. And he just went with guys that he just knew and was comfortable with, and 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 that was what it was. And so we. Uh, we lost some games that we probably shouldn't have lost and didn't go as far as they probably should have went had they had some legs under them, you know, going in the playoff series. Did you ever meet Stan? Was he the same way? Did not. Okay. Did not meet Stan. Um, uh, coach, he was in Orlando, you know, times when I was playing, but, no, never met him personally. We're talking NBA here on the block. I'm Austin Norman. He's Eric Strickland. Joined in about 15 minutes, uh, 10, 15 minutes by Cedric Sabalas. Uh Russell Westbrook. Traded away from the Lakers, ends up in Utah as part of a package deal. Three-team trade with Minnesota 
and Utah. Strick, he signed a five-year huge extension, basically the max. I think it was at that point. Mm-hmm. He's played now for he's, five he's paid more teams. than he's paid more than uh, LeBron James and uh, and, and AD AD both is <laughs> so go ahead. Which is fascinating to think about in and yeah. of itself. But now five teams in five years for Russell Westbrook, viewed more as a contract than as a player right now. Russell Westbrook in his prime athletic marvel, triple double guy. Again, kind of thought he had some of that Dame Lillard going for him, yeah. where he was going to be OKC. You know, they trade Harden away because of money. KD leaves to go get a ring. Russ, to me, was going to be that franchise, but then again, became a contract. Thunder won a tank. Can't have Russ around because he dragged that team to 500, Mm -hmm. won that MVP. I was never the biggest fan of Russ, but it's sad to me to see someone who was that athletic, who put up numbers like he did, reduced to a contract, getting bought out, and kind of playing scapegoat the last five years. Uh. It's an unexpected uh, marvel, but it, it all it, it's kind of ending as it started. Um, for me, Russell Westbrook was the third best guy on those OKC teams. Mm-hmm. I thought it was I thought it was KD, then James Harden, and then Westbrook. Um, I thought that OKC team, those teams could have went farther if someone could have just reined in Russell early on in his career. Okay. Um, because he actually, in some instances, shot them out of series. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was just like, yeah, let Russell go nuts, let him shoot, let him, you know, think he's the guy, let him think he's open, and let's because it's just it was just inconsistency with the way he, yeah he could go on runs, but he can go on runs. And when I say <laughs> you, you you hear the tone change in my voice, he can go on runs. And he can go on runs. There's, there's a, it's two of the same sentences, but there was different <laughs> tones in the way that that was said, right? Either, either to the good or to the bad. So um, that was the thing about Russell. So now um, there's only a certain play. First of all, let's say this. Austin, I'm surprised he got traded. I didn't think it would happen. Just- I didn't think no one would take it. But I knew if it was going to happen, it was going to be late where there's only – a month or so left, you know, where you're looking, okay, we can take this salary, but I think, and I don't know for sure, but there may be some speculation out there that they're going to buy him out, and then he's going to be open and hit the waiver wire, and the next question to you is, where could you see? Text line, 402-464-5685. If you had Russell Westbrook now on a veteran minimum or a veteran exception mm-hmm. deal that you can land him on the short term, where would you see him going? What teams would he fit to go and maybe help? Might have said the Clippers before they got Eric Gordon. Maybe. Ooh, see, that's where I thought it could have been because I thought their stretch ability, their shooting ability, using somebody who has the ability to create – uh, if you can humble him, and I think Teron Liu has that ability to work with players. That's that's a gifting he has, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, text line says, first of all, China. <laughs> Play the CBA. Um, Orlando? I don't know. I mean, I'm not out on Cole Anthony and Jalen Suggs. If Russ, like you said, is humble and willing to play the mentor, maybe. But if Russ still wants to take shots, I don't think Orlando's a spot. Yeah. I, listen. Bo. Oh, he's free. He's free. Bo, Bo. That's all I got to say. Bo, 
Bo. Uh, Willie Willie says he'd take him with Philadelphia. Mm, interesting. But don't but you Harden's like Harden's running point? Harden's running poor and Maxie. you got Maxi, so I don't see that working. I don't see that working. The Knicks need more mm, shooting as it is. More shooting. <laughs> Rico's over in the other building. Rico, talk, talk to, to us, me. Rico. Talk to me, Rico. Talk to us. No, no, no. As no, in you don't no, want him. No. Why not, Rico? Don't need him. Um, no, don't need him. Julius Randle needs somebody to get in there and that's drop J- a dime that's off. J- that's that's Brunson. We don't need Brunson. Brunson Brunson is is <laughs> option one. Randall is option two, and it's working out very whoa, well. Whoa, whoa, no, they RJ Barrett. Another... RJ Barrett, number one option. RJ Barrett is number three right now. He's very nope. inconsistent. Nope. It's Give very RJ frustrating. Number one, let him grow. He is fr- he is frustrating me. I love him, Rowan and he Jr. will be a superstar. But he is so inconsistent. It's very annoying. But. I don't know. Is the trade deadline? Is it three Eastern? It's it's three, it's, it's happened. Three Central. It's happened. They got to be with. reported to the league office already. Otherwise, okay. no the, deal. The, so there was a trade package that was put together for Zach Levine, where That's Emmanuel Quick, Emmanuel quickly Derek Rose and I think a first round or two first round picks for Zach Levine to join the Knicks. I don't want that because Emmanuel quickly has shown that he's a very good backup point guard. Hmm. He he could probably be a starter. But for right now, with, with Jalen Brunson, he's an amazing backup point guard. He's an amazing sixth man that can go in there and spell Brunson for a time. I don't want to part with him. So right now, as the Knicks are constructed, I like it. Adding Josh Hart for more defense and, and another shooter, fantastic. Adding Russell to the mix is not going to help anything. It's not going to help anybody. Because that's another person going into the paint, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, getting in the way of Julius Randle when he does decide to post up out instead of sitting outside uh, the three-point line. It's going to get in the way of a Mitchell Robinson when he does come back, where all he does is stand in the paint, block shots, grab rebounds, and dunk the ball. You don't need a point guard that's that that can't shoot. Mm-hmm. It's unnecessary. Okay. Thanks, um, Rico. Appreciate I, you. I, I definitely don't like him in um, Utah. No, um, I don't see him with Milwaukee. I don't. You already got Trey in Atlanta. You really look around the landscape, and the only place that I could see it happening, they're not going to take him back in Houston. Dallas is a no-brainer. No, San Antonio's on rebuild. Wimbenyamba weeks sweepstakes. Only team I could see it possibly happening is the Clippers, and 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 the reason being, I, I mean, Darian Fox is doing his thing with Sacramento, Sabonis, and that crew. Um, the only place that I could see him even helping is maybe the Clippers. And that's just because you've got Kawhi, you've got great defense where he doesn't thrive at. You can hide him a little bit in that. He can create the good look. But he can create the good look. And and not have to put all of that pressure on Paul George Mm -hmm. to have to handle that for you. He's a guy that's going to get downhill very quickly in transition, create those those secondary fast break opportunities for people. That's the only place that I could see it happening. Um, The Wild Wild West is real. It is happening. It is going to be insane going down the rest of this. And look, I, I, I'm I'm not a big NBA. This is probably about the time where I get a little bit more interested. But this has been an insane <laughs> trade deadline season because teams literally got better, and I can see it. So two questions for you then related to Russ before we will welcome in Cedric Sabalas. Number one, Russ probably isn't done in basketball. What's Russ's legacy, though? He's a Hall of Famer. Is he a top 100 guy of all time? Top 125? Uh, I think he's a top 100. I, I, I didn't think he was a top 75, but you have to put him in the conversation. The reason being is he's the, he's the closest thing that you've gotten to Oscar Robinson. Same sure. type of size. Sure. Walking, triple-double. 
night in and night out. But that came with <laughs> with um, you know with Russ being Russ. With Russ. Yeah. You know? Um whereas Oscar was just he was just that efficient. That That's a dominant. dude I wanted to watch play. You know what I mean? Cool. I wish I had more time. He's a guy that partially I modeled. I got a little bit of chance mm. to watch. He was part of my model. Part of my modeling came from him, Gary Payton, um, Rod Strickland. You know, those guys to me were, were some of the ones that I really, um, you know, watched to style my game. Last thing on this before we hit the break and get Cedric Tabalas on the line. Is Russell Westbrook a template for John Morant or is he more a cautionary tale? Well, I, I personally think Jaw's just a little bit different because he's he can shoot a, a little bit better. Jaw right now, 32.7 career percent uh, three-point shooter, Russ 30.4. So a couple takes yeah, better. Yeah, just a little bit better. But Jaw, Jaw's only not that much better is because he takes sometimes bad <laughs> bad shots so if if once he kind of just settles in to the athleticism starts to wane that's the thing you got to watch with job what happens as his athleticism Mm. how does he evolve in his game without all of that now russell's been able to maintain it for quite a long time you know Mm -hmm. is that possible i just don't know i think it's more possible i will say that i think it's more possible now austin Mm -hmm. than in than in my time because look at Derrick Rose, um, right. you know, just even Chris Paul still hanging on. Yeah, Different type of player. Yeah, the, the 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 just not Jeff taking Green. the the beatings and the pounding that you've been able that you would have had to take, uh, and going in and and doing all of the you know facing big challenges in the middle. You don't have that as much now, and so you could probably stay around a little bit longer because guys move out the way a little bit <laughs> more than they did. Move out the way a little more. Get told to move out the way a little bit more. And then you don't get, you know, Dennis Rodman hammer time and Rick Mahorn, you know, elbows to the chest where you ain't getting anywhere near the rim, but you're going to fall short and maybe ankle or knee or something. Mm -hmm. So those are the things that you don't they don't have to deal with as much. Fun stuff. And we keep the high level basketball conversation going after this. Cedric Sabalas joins on the block when we get back. We'll talk more NBA trade deadline and just some fun basketball stuff. So stay tuned for that. We're back with him after this.